Shalom, Abrahurot, Mesechis Baba Kama, Davchof Aleph. Today is Dav continues discussing the cases of Zenenev Zelechoser, renting a property from what turns out to be a subletter, uh, the value of occupancy, when an animal damages, when it's partially in Rishos Rabin, when you damage in a Rishos Nizik, which is somewhat Rishos Harabim like. And then we have a new Mishnah discussing goats falling off a roof. Now, Rabbi Avo had said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan that Zenon is a loichoser has to pay rent. And if Papa said that's not beferish, but we hear that side from a Mishnah that says if the Gizbar, the one in charge of the, the, the treasury of the base of Mikdash, takes a stone or a beam from Hakdish, he's not over Me'ila, although. The second he gives it, because he's, he's allowed to work with the stuff of Kachim, that's his job. But if he gives it to one of his friends, at that moment, he is Mayil. His friend isn't. His, the Gizbar is the one that did the Mila. If the Gizbar builds it into his house, then he's only going to be Mo'al, Bichayev, for getting Hanah from Hekdesh, the second he gets Hanah of a Shover Pruta living underneath that beam or rock. Shmuel says, that he only has this time lapse if he didn't build it in, if it was only placed on top of a skylight, if it was actually kneeled in, there was a sheen or done to it, and it was permanently in, then at that moment he'll already be chayiv. Rabbi Avo was learning with Rabbi Echanon, and they said this Mishnah over in the name of Shmuel. They see from here, they're getting a no from someone else's property, living in someone else's property. You have to pay him for it, even though he has no clue. See, by Hektish, Hektish didn't know that the Gizbar was getting Hano from it, and he's still Chayev. Now, when, when it was said over in front of Rabbi Yechonon, he was quiet, quiet, and we assumed that his Shtika was Kaido. But the truth is, he wasn't just, he just wasn't being Mashkiach, he wasn't participating in that conversation. Rabbi clarifies here that Hektish is totally different because the second someone gets Hano from Hektish, even without their Das, it's as if a it's, it's the equivalent of a hedyoid having das. Next, Rabbi Ambon Bar Zavda sent Mori Bar Mar. He said that we have a, we, had, we, had, we asked the question to of Huna. This Shiloh of Zenan of Zedichoser living in someone else's property, does he have to pay or not? Before they got an answer back, if Huna was Nifter, the Rabbi Bar of Huna says that he wrote in the name of Abba Mori in the name of Rav. That he doesn't have to pay. He's Potter. He also says that if someone rents a property from Ruven, he has to pay Shimon. Well, may, where did Shimon just come into the picture? Well, when it turns out that Ruven's property was actually Shimon's, so you don't give the rent to Shimon, you give it to the actual owner, to Ruven. Now, hold on. I thought you said he's Potter. Uh, ratio, you said that he's Potter from paying, and then you're telling me that he pays to the actual owner, I thought he's not paying. No, the Gemara explains, you have to divide it up and say that when there's a house that is being rented out, so it's Zenene Vizechoser, then you do have to pay, and you have to pay to the actual owner, not the subletter. We also see, see this by Revchia Bar Ovino Merav. Some say it's Revchia Bar Ovino Merav Huna. If someone's living in someone else's chotzer without him knowing, he doesn't have to pay. And if someone rents a house from the city, he has to pay the owners, not the city members. Wait, I thought he's not paying. 
Yeah, when it turns out, when this is a rented apartment, you have to pay to the actual owners, not to the subletters. Same halacha. Next, Rav Schoyro tells us in the name of a Rav, if someone lives in someone else's chotzer without him knowing, he does not have to pay. Why? Because the Pasuk says, V'shio yu kachshar, Rashi explains that there's like this, the shadim, they bang on the gates. And when a house is vacant, it, there are these shadim that come in and ruin the house. So actually, his presence is of a value to him, at least enough of a value to compensate for the minor loss that the occupation occurs on the property. Mabar Rashi says that he actually saw. These shade him and they gore like oxen. Rabbi Yosef says, having someone live in the house is also good because he maintains the property while he's there. He's a leak, he'll fix it. The Nafkamina would be if, you know, what's the difference whether there's shade him there and that's the value of living in there or that he'll, he maintains it? Well, if he's just going to use it for storage, then he's not going to maintain it. But that still gets rid of the shade him. Next thing where tells us there was someone who built a palace on this. Uh, dumping ground of Yisoyimim and of Nachman took away their palace. Okay, that's a Misa. So we assume that Rav Nachman holds that someone who is getting out off from someone else's field without them knowing, he has to pay them rent. And this guy who built the palace, he needs to pay the Yisoyimim. But the Gemara says the truth is that this case is not a Raya because there were these Karmanoi who were living on this dump beforehand and they actually paid the Yisoyimim for it. So it's a case of a Zechoser. Nachman went over to the, these people by the palace and said, you have to pay them this at least this small amount. And they didn't listen to Rav Nachman. So in response, he took away their palace. But nothing to do with Zen and Rezali Choser. Now in the next step of the mission, we discussed the damaging in Rishos Rabim, damaging on the side of the road in Rishos HaYochid. In a regular Rishos Rabim is Potter. Now Rav tells us that you're going to be Chayiv in Rishos HaNizek the animal turned. We're gonna kashitas toisvus. It means he turned, so now he's in rishus hanizak. Shmuel says that even when he turned, he's still going to be potter. He's that's still counted as rishus rabim, even though he was eating out of this shop even in the rishus. And the shop is rishus hanizak. So where would Shmuel ever be mechayiv? Animal would have to actually go on to the side of the road entirely, have his body out there on the side in Rishos HaYochid, do the damage over there in the Rishos HaNizuk. The Bekitzer Rav is Mechaev in the shop. Shmuel says it's Potter. Shmuel would be Mechaev if he actually went into the shop in the Rishos HaYochid. The entire animal was in Rishos HaYochid and eating there. Now, if Nachmar asks, we learned that if an animal eats from the entrance of the store, he has to pay only the Hanoi, meaning his potter, from the damages. Now, where do you have a case, have a case like this? We're talking about this shop. Uh, we said, you tell me that he's potter. You don't have to pay damages. Why was Rav Chayiv for the damages as well? Gemara explains that this in this case... There was like a, a big area that went into a smaller road. And in the corner where the road narrowed, the shop was right there in the corner. So the animal didn't actually have to move at all, go out of its way to damage. It didn't need to turn. But there, Rav was mechaev. Because that, he, even he considered uh, eating in Rishos uh, Nizuk. 
Some learn that in this Magzeris in the shop, everyone agrees. The only Shaila is case where someone pulls back his fence from Rishasarabim. So even though his property is still up against Rishasarabim, he made some space in front of his wall, still in his property, but within the area, right open into Rishasarabim. Here would be the Machalik, as Rav says. They'll be potter, because it's officially your property, but you put it in the airspace, the not the technical airspace, but in the area of Rosh Hashanah, it's too easy for animals to eat it. Shmuel says, they'll still be chayev, because officially, it's Rosh Hashanah. Now, the Gemara suggests that this is also the machlekes that they have, that Rav Shmuel would agree the same by someone who is mafker his whole property, except for his pit, and then Everyone walking around in his hefker area falls into his pit. So Rav would say Pater is a bar that's in his property. Rishmo would say that he's Chayiv. He holds that a bar in your property is Pater. But the truth is, the Gemara says that either one could hold both ways. Rav would say that normally a bar in your property, you're Pater from all the damages. It's in your property. People shouldn't be walking there. But here, he's only Mechayiv. People from eating in his property when he moved his fence backwards so it's right up against the Shasarabim because of course he's, the animals are going to be eating from it. You put it up right next to them in Shasarabim. Shmuel can say that normally a bar in your property would be chayef for. Because how are people supposed to know that there's a bar in the middle of this whole Hefkri area? But the fruit? People can't claim that they didn't see the fruit. It's right there. It's A bar is, is better hidden. Now the Gemara suggests that maybe this this is by the shop in Rosh Hashanah is actually Machlekes Tanoim because the Brisa says that if the animal eats in the street, he's potter, he only pays whatever Hanoi he got. From the side of the road in Rosh Hashanah, there he has to pay full damages according to Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Yehuda goes with her Meir. Rabbi Yehuda and Eliezer say that animals don't normally eat, they're normally walking in the street. Okay, that sounds exactly like Tanakama. No, no, no. Then Afkamina would be a shop. Because Tanakama would say then this Machzeres, shop, your potter. Well, Rabbi Yossi would say, I have to pay full. He would say, it's weird that the animal stopped to, to go eat from the shop. He's supposed to just walk by. Pay full bichayev. It's Karen. The Gemara Sulechari, that's the same look as that we're having at Aramaroim, back in Tanoim, why are we saying the same Achlokas again? The Gemara answers that both Tanoim, when it comes to the shop, they could hold like Rav or small. They were arguing how to learn the Pasuk of Avir Acher. Do you say that when, that your chayv, when your animal eats in a Acher, another field, and not Rishos HaRabim, or Acher says they chayv in another field, but not in Rishos HaMazik? Or do you take the exclusion? I, why in the world would someone be chayef for damages done in his own property? Of the animal that jumps and eats off of someone's backpack or off another animal's back. That was the machlekes. But still not the machlekes that we're having in Amaroyim with the shop. Now we have a mission that says a dog or a goat that jumps off of a roof and when they land they break kalim they have to pay full. 
Why? Because that's a normal thing for dogs and goats to do. That is regel. However, in the next case, a dog that takes a hot coal that's attached to a cookie. He eats the cookie and, dr- and drops the coal onto a haystack, so he has to pay full on the cookie. That's normal, Nezek Charlene. But on the haystack, that was a little weird. That's going to be a, a Karen Tom, and he'll only pay Chatsi Nezek. Gamora's going to explain. Now, back to the goat jumping off the roof. It sounds like he's only Chayev full if he jumps, but if he just fell off, that's not normal. That would be Potter. Gamora tries to bring a rhyme from here. That if someone starts off his damaging by being neglectful, pshia, but at the end, it ended up that wasn't his fault. The animal was weird and just rolled off instead of jumping. He'll be potter. should be potter. We have a bride that says the same thing. A dog and a goat, they jump off the roof and they break Caleb and they have to pay full. But if they fell, only potter. The Gemara says, okay, this could be a good raya if you hold that Tchilas B'Pshiva Seif Ba'anis is Potter. But this man number holds that Yechayev. You were originally Pshiva Yechayev for all damages that come from there no matter what. So what would he say? Oh, he would say that the Kalim down on the floor were right up against the wall. So the truth is that any normal thing that the animals would do jumping off, that would be fine. That wouldn't have damaged the Kalim. It was only if they had done something weird by falling off that he would be chayev for, but that was not a pshia when he started off. That would, that would be an ordinance from beginning to end. Rabbi Zvitz says in the name of Rava, sometimes you'll even be chayev if the animal fell off the roof. Aye, I thought that's not normal. Yeah, but if the wall is a bad wall, he sh- he was pshia because any brick could fall off that wall. Tegemar says, yeah, but the brick could fall off the wall, not the goats falling off the wall. It's still a tchilas b'pshiva seif ba'inus. The Gemara says, okay, in a chanami, Rava's case would be, then the, the wall was very narrow. So he could have assumed that the goat taka would have fallen off. So that was tchilas b'pshiva seif ba'inus. There he'll be chayv. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.